Two of El Salvador's most notorious street gangs got their start in California, the Mara Salvatrucha, or MS-13, and its rival, the 18th Street Gang, were both created by immigrants who had fled El Salvador's civil war decades ago. This past March, the Salvadoran branches of the gangs brokered a truce with help from the Catholic Church. Since then, El Salvador's murder rate has gone down. Alex Sanchez is a former member of the gang MS-13. He now directs Homies Unidos. It's a Los Angeles-based group that works with Salvadoran gang members. Sanchez says that the truce back home has reverberated in Los Angeles. It's had a psychological impact because many individuals from door gangs that are immigrants that might be facing deportation or currently in process of deportation, they are looking at this as just an opportunity for them to be able to go back to their country without fear and persecution by rival gangs or vigilante groups. Does this mean that there are gang members in Los Angeles who now feel it is safer, regardless of the story that we just heard, it is safer to go home? In some ways it is. Many individuals that are being deported, they applaud the fact that in their home countries, you know, they can walk peacefully, or at least right now, you know, there is this truce. What did the two gangs agree to, and how are they standing by their promises? They have uh, agreed to maintain lines of communication with each other and also stopping forced recruitment as well as violence around the school area. So why would gang organizers and the gang members from the upper rank to the lower agree to something like this? Well, this has happened really organically. At the same time, there's been a harsh, oppressive policies implemented throughout Central America, the zero tolerance initiatives that basically put many of these individuals in prisons for just basically having tattoos. And you've seen the massacres uh, recently in, in February in Comayagua in Honduras, where 354 members of uh, gangs were burned to death in a cell block. When you were a member of uh, MS-13, how long were you part of the gang? Since I was 14, and I'm 42 now, so you could say over 20 years. You know, it's been a long haul, and and I've gotten to realize that, uh, you know, I could bring back something back to the community, and that's why I'm part of this organization called Homies Unidos. Uh, Homies Unidos, which is the organization that you run right now. So you work uh, very closely with Salvadoran gang members. I don't know to what extent you tell them about your own experience, but did you leave the gang when you were still in El Salvador or after you got here to the U.S.? The misconception is that this gang started in El Salvador. Uh, this gangs originated in Los Angeles, in the streets of Los Angeles, by immigrant kids, for the most part, being Central American, primarily Salvadorans. I did get deported to El Salvador in 1994. I came to the United States back, and that's when uh, you know I was able to talk to some of the folks that I knew in the gang, and they gave me the pass to be able to not be in engaged in all of their negative activities because I was also a single father and I was taking care of my son. And then eventually I was introduced to what gang intervention work is. You said that you wanted to get out of the gang because you had a son. I wonder what it's like for other gang members because it's so much a part of their identity. It is power. In some cases, it's kind of everything that you have. What do you say to gang members in L.A. who are reluctant to get out because they don't have anything else to go to? You know, we have hundreds, hundreds of kids that come through our office every year 
you know, seeking tattoo removal, seeking different opportunities. Actually, that's some a good that, point right there, because the tattoo identifies you as a gang member in some cases. And I saw this when I was at your office in Los Angeles. There are people who are tattooed throughout their body with gang insignias. And so what you're doing is to helping to fund the removal of those tattoos. Uh, yes. And you're not just shedding your skin. You're shedding your inside of your heart, you know, because you believed in something so much that you were willing to give your life or kill for letters and numbers. And now you've gotten to a place where you realize that what that meant wasn't who you are. And you need to be guided to understand the process that it takes to to uh, changing your mindset about what you believe so much in. Alex, do you mind my asking how old your son is now? My son just graduated from high school. I have three other children. You know, one just turned one year old. To what extent, though, I wonder, do you feel like in L.A., the lure of gangs is still there for people like your kids? I had to fight all the time with my sons, you know, because they were so attractive to the the music, the movies, the glamorizing of gangs. And, you know, I had to really be on top of it and, you know, always had to tell them my experience in it, even Playing with guns, uh, toy guns, was forbidden. And sometimes they hated me. You know, I hated those violent video games, you know, that puts ideas into the kids' heads, you know. And, and I think that I might have been too harsh on them. But it was my fear of them making the same mistakes that I did. Alex Sanchez, executive director of Homies Unidos, which is a Los Angeles-based group that works with street gangs from El Salvador. He is a former member of the gang MS-13. Alex, good luck. Thank you, and good luck to you.